I'm recording a backup on my computer because I don't know how much room I have on this SD card. Uh, so all sorts of recordings are happening, and and Steph is here. I got some room for you when I back up. Mm. Did you get it? You have uh, room for me in your body. You dick in my ass, Jonathan. All right, let's start our recordings. I have done. I record everything. Okay. Always. It's pretty fun life that we're like a dick in the ass comment. Did we record that? Th- this is the <laughs> one. Uh, th- there have been a decade of them, but after this one, the big. Well, time. we can't. We can't miss a single one. That's the thing. No, no, they're like Pokemon. Jonathan, your dick has to be recorded for my posterior. Posterity. Hey. <laughs> also, apologies, I'm a bit sniffy. I uh, just did therapy, and it makes me cry sometimes. And, oh. and I've got a bone to pick with you on that, Jonathan. About crying? Ther- therapy? About my even being in therapy. Oh, okay. Because you, right? Yeah. With, with your decades at this point about god must be like 40 years of mental health experience working in the industry right Mm -hmm. not once have i felt not mentally ill in all the years i've known you right i am still depressed right yeah i am still traumatized and you haven't fixed me why? You, Jonathan, giving it the big I am about mental health, right? Oh, I'm Jonathan. I'm Dr. Jonathan, PhD. <laughs> I can spot a brain silly from 10 miles away. That's what you told me once. Wow. <laughs> I came in the room and said, I'm Jonathan. I'm Dr. Jonathan. I'd love for you to come in the room. The whole room. <laughs> you have done that. You've walked in, right? You've come in the room. That's metaphorically. I... Metaphorically, oh, okay. you've spunked in my face, right? You have masturbated your professionalism penis, right? Jerking yourself off about how great you are at being a mental health doctor. Dr. Jonathan Roderolls, PhD, right? And you... As your patient, which in many ways I consider myself so, you have failed me. Because I'm still mental. Fix it now. I... uh, uh, Yeah, you're... Life is bad and sad. It feels bad, but just because... Great start. Life is bad and sad. Okay, (laughs) duly noted. You may have noticed. So that's what they call a validating statement. I'm letting you know that I know that things are bad, you feel bad, but now I'm going to take a hold of one of your fixed schemas and and, and turn it around and let you know that just because you feel bad doesn't mean you are bad. Doesn't mean you are quotes mental unquote. Oh, this is quite good. This is quite good. Mental. Uh, I was literally are... crying ten minutes ago, saying I don't want to be a bad person. So, so this is genuinely useful advice, Doctor well, Jonathan. And, and you've Meet. been trying to get Jonathan to touch on your fixed schema for a decade oh my or God. more, right? Fix, fix my schema, Jonathan. Touch on it. Don't make it feel better. <laughs> I oh, it... Jonathan, I've got a bone to pick with you. 
Yeah, what's Dr. the bone? Jonathan. For years, you've been showing off on this on this show and others we've done together, right? About how great you are at dealing with mental health. Dr. Jonathan, a licensed by the uh, state, by the way, listeners, right? He is licensed as a psychotherapist, a child psychologist. I don't know. As well that. as a criminal psychologist and pathologist, forensic scientist, and ornithologist, as well as a fortune teller. Uh, what else did you do, Jonathan? Uh, you're a movie director. Uh, I, I, no. You I slew Jack. Slew... You were you were a giant, and he stole your big chicken, and you pushed him down a beanstalk. <laughs> I slew Jack. I I, yeah. I, I meant to say you slew the giant. I meant to credit you as the uh, protagonist of Jack and the Beanstalk. But instead, I'm but just I a said, giant evil. But because jerk. I'm emotionally frayed because you've not fixed me, I got it wrong. Well, and that's the story that we were told, right? Like, we were told, mm. oh, Jack slew the giant. But no, that's not the way it went down at all. Jonathan no. slew Jack and then right? slew the giant. Ah, there we are. State of Massachusetts covered it up. Double murder. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they can't have a prestigious doctor like Jonathan, uh, well, you know, coming up he, on murder charges. Yeah, couldn't have blood on his hands, right? And the amount of times that, like, I've had to cover up for him over the years as well. Oh, my God. Like, where he's been abusing his position, like like stealing from the pharmacy to sell them on the streets. Which Jonathan, I can't cover that up for you anymore. I I, I stole like I went into a pharmacy and and just took stuff. No, saying? no, the pharmacies that you're trusted to run as a licensed chemist. Oh, my pharmacy chain. <laughs> All these things, right? Here's the thing, okay, hmm. right. I've got a bone to pick with you, Jonathan, right? And later on, you can pick my bone, right? Out of your butt. I have to pick it out? Like a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, with tongs. <laughs> okay. I I have been listening to some old recordings of us, right? Oh, yeah? Which, I mean, that's evidence of self-harm, so you should have caught that one as well, Jonathan, right? But I've listened to some old recordings, and... It is so obvious that I'm autistic that it should not have escaped you. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> A doctor of the brains. Okay. You. Oh, I'm Jonathan. I work in the mental health industry. I know everything there is to know about neurodivergence. That's what you have said. Ah. If not with words... Certainly with tone and implication that I have picked up. I I found an old clip of us talking where I talked about how I can't stand the feel of denim and the texture of the denim makes me feel icky and squicky. And I have to really work at it um, to have like any denim around. And you're giving it all the, oh, that is so weird. Making me feel strange, like an outsider, I've decided, is how you made me feel probably. Definitely. Definitely, Jonathan. Definitely. Right? Didn't pick up on it. 
there was a time I told you, right, that I can't eat with socks not on. I couldn't eat with my socks off, I once told you. Did you pick up on what is obviously... You've seen how many bogglings I have, Jonathan. You've seen how hyperfixated I get on pinball, Jonathan. On pinball? Yeah. I've seen this? Yeah. When did I see you pinball? You've you've heard me talking about (laughs) how into pinball I get periodically. These are all signs. Literally every autistic person I know, and bear in mind, right, I'm transiting in a polycule. That means I know loads, right, just as a general matter of social life, right? Everyone I've, I've known, right, who is autistic has said to me, fuck, you are mega autistic. You are, like, winning at it. Look how many manta forces you have, you autistic bitch, right? That is what people say. And you... Jonathan, me, Jack Hughes, right? You, as a doctor of the brains, as a a professor, more or less. If if (laughs) Charles Xavier could call himself a professor, so can you, right? You, in your arrogance, have failed your patient. It is me, Jack Hughes. Wait, I so you are my patient, right? And I failed you because on our video game podcast, I didn't stop the stop the line of conversation and say, "I'm going to publicly diagnose you now over <laughs> Skype uh, because of the socks and the denim and the pinball." You are now christened. Officially an autist, you know, but got out my sword of diagnosis like the queen and says, now I dub thee. And then it, <laughs> it would have fixed it all. If only, if only mediocre video game blogger and some sort of mental health professional, <laughs> Jonathan Holmes, had decided I was autistic because of my socks, I, <laughs> life would have been so sweet since... Is that I just I'm just this is what they call reflecting. Just making sure I'm hearing it yes. right. If, <laughs> Look at him just tossing around these fucking mental health terms so casually, like oh, just yeah. lording his knowledge over us, and yet never doing anything to help you. Yeah. Never doing anything. And I think it's a bit rich, Jonathan, for you to suddenly say on this podcast, right? In public, over Zoom, right? That because of my socks, I'm autistic. I didn't wow. know. It's <laughs> a no! bit of a, a flimsy, and may I say, sir, reckless diagnosis that you admit for the court that you admit you wield like a, what was the word? Sword. <laughs> That's what I said. That I... is what you said, yeah. But not in the violence. The sword, sword right? of diagnosis. And you said you were going to knight me like a queen, like you've got royal authority, like well. you're the... And and let's read between the lines, Jonathan. You have basically named yourself the king of mental health. It's literally the worst <laughs> thing I can do uh, with this. There's so many bad things I can do on this podcast. I could be 
say sexist and racist things, uh, whether I meant them or not, wouldn't matter. If you say them, that's you're doing the damage. You, I could uh, spread lies and blah, blah, blah. But the worst thing I could do for myself and the listeners would be to, and I've done it before. It's the, my biggest regrets on the show. All, all things considered, I don't think I did it too much on here, but every once in a while I'd be like, uh, I don't really think this diagnosis is as valid as other diagnoses or blah, blah, blah. Totally dumb rookie mistakes. Mm. I was only, I was relatively new to the field at the time. I was only in the field for a couple years or a year and in a very, isolated uh, part of the job where you don't have to worry about being on video game podcasts and saying the wrong thing. You should never spout your guesses and feelings about the work in a public forum where it could negatively affect people. And uh, I'm, I'm not just, just cause you do some of the work doesn't mean you're right ever, let alone some of the time. I hope I'm right. Sometimes people tell me I've been helpful but I don't know. Ah, and now, it, now him just taking the entire field to task. Wow. <laughs> Is that what I did? I, wow. Uh, I just, just feel like that's I... the thing you don't do. Just, just telling them just like some sort of expert lording it over us again. Yeah. I, I do feel confident in saying you should never confidently say anything about mental health publicly. You ever. should never say anything about mental health publicly. <laughs> Wow. You should just well, keep it in the dark. Well, is no. that what you're saying? No, let's just I mean, let's just bury discussions of mental. No, health. we got to talk let's about just our experiences. Stigmatize yeah, no, it no. into the closet with you. I guess. Yeah. Oh, I'll go in the closet, shall I? It's right next to the hurt locker. We'll be neighbors, Jonathan. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening right now. Even saying you shouldn't talk about mental health is something you shouldn't say because then that could be misinterpreted. I didn't mean not talk about the topic at all i meant like don't try to diagnose people and talk about whether diagnoses are valid or not in a public forum like this because you could be misinterpreted and or just totally wrong it could go so bad it's already going so bad i well, failed a great point <laughs> <laughs> thanks what yeah. i didn't expect that to happen i appreciate rules it. of road take me home Stick my face where it belongs. Massachusetts, new unwashed mama, take me home. Blow your load. It's just a song I'm writing for you, Jonathan. Explode your load. So, <laughs> uh, blow your load. Blow Blow your load. load. I can change mama. it to explode if you want. I do like explode. I do like explode. Um. There we go, Splode. <laughs> yeah, I've just been writing songs. Sometimes I wander around the house, Jonathan, singing songs uh, about you. Uh, another one I'm working on is, um, let's see if I can remember, because I didn't, I noted that one down, but I haven't noted this one. Let me just see if I can remember it. <clears throat> when he was young, Holmes used to masturbate frequently, uh, secretly, while filming for MTV. That's another one I'm working on. <laughs> disappointed that i stumbled that um i thought you did very well uh yeah but i was checking for facts of course i barely a a man of 20 years old not not uh, yet a woman but not a boy uh what's that song called by britney spears i was in that tweeny age i was like britney's age i think that's it i think that was the song when i was um a woman but not yet a boy uh (laughs) it was that tweeny thing (laughs) 
in the movie Crossroads that she starred in along with oh, she uh, was in the movie Crossroads yeah I saw it in she? theaters strangely enough it was not all that bad I didn't hate it but yeah. uh, it was a bit tongue in cheek but uh, I've been thinking about I don't know if this has come up already in your conversations with Conrad I mean but you used to come up on the set of road rolls just I think I masturbated once but you did three masturbate months. secret but why? One time. It, 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 yeah, three months for a 20-year-old person. Uh, Two-thirds of the lyric, of, of the, the lines in that verse were correct. If we, if, we, if we scrub from the record the bit where I went, when he was young, Holmes used to <laughs> masturbate frequently. The other bits were true. Secretly, while filming for MTV, those bits you did, it was in secret. Because... Sort of. You were very uh, selfish. I think it was actually twice. Mm. I didn't do it publicly, but I didn't. If people said, did you masturbate? I wouldn't have said no. I just didn't want them to have to deal with it. So I see, went see, somewhere I, else. Okay. See, that's that's not that's not what I, I thought you were suggesting. Because I was envisioning you just announcing that you were going to go do this. Like, just making mm. sure everyone knew. Yeah, just just be right back, gang. I'm just off to explode my load. <laughs> and then like cut to commercial, like a. Uh... <laughs> oh, mate, I'd have, I'd have actually sat through a, a single episode of Road Rules if, yeah. if that kind of stuff happened. Yeah, if not. we had a explode counter in the corner of the screen that would like catalog every time you exploded your load, it. I, I I always am reticent to give credence to these ideas, but I agree that the reality show format doesn't get involved with the actual human experience all that much. And masturbating for a lot of people is just a part of life daily, weekly, monthly. Everyone's got a different count. Yeah. But they could count it up. It would make these reality show people seem a little bit more human and less like people who are sort of pretending to be fake in order to fit the mold, but they're pretending to be fake in a way that's been designed to try to make you look real and fake at the same time. But I think people just want real people. They do want real. They want real. That's why an idea I've had for you is going to take off, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the the now banned on Reddit, Jim Sterling subreddit, um, as... Regular listener Crystal Maiden Punk likes to point out, might be a bit out of touch with my work because they did once complain that Boston's favorite son was a bit, um, had gotten a bit fecal focused, <laughs> which I thought was a bit strange. The idea that it had suddenly, um, bearing in mind, you know, going back as far as 12 years to other podcasts we did, you can find me talking about like the Jonathan Holmes poo experience where I want you to send me a stick of shit with your finger marks in it. And then I can put my fingers in the finger marks so that I can like live the life of Jonathan doing that. Um, or like the time I was like, choose between never shitting for the rest of your life um, or, or shitting for the rest of your life, like normal or once a week you give uh, you shit me out. As a little version of me. Is right? that was said on this show? Or uh, a show? I, in one of our many conversations, mm. um, came up with the idea that once a week, 
you'd essentially give birth to me out of your ass. Like I'd be laughing because obviously it's funny. So you'd just hear like me coming out your ass just <laughs> like that. And I'd be little and I'd plop out and scurry across the bathroom. And if you were to catch me, you'd win a prize. Um, but I'd disappear around the corner and then like walk past the bathroom door, like fully, uh, fully sized wearing a They Might Be Giants shirt. And then I'll just be like, see you next week, mate. Um, so that was, I'm just saying mm. that I didn't want to share this next idea because I've been told that Boston's favorite son is a little bit pooey. However, <laughs> you've talked about people wanting real. You've talked about people wanting down to earth, right? Mm. Getting down in the soil. And I had an idea called Johnny Plop's World Tour. Is it like a Guitar Hero World Tour? Uh, you can strum if you want. <laughs> Basically, and, and I don't know, you tell me if this is a bit like Guitar you, t- you tell me if this is a bit like Guitar Hero, right? Mm. So I've got this idea of you, Jonathan, right? And and I reckon we could get this commissioned for like 34, no, 36 episodes, right? Of Johnny Plop's World Tour where you sit on a toilet, right, with your your pants around your ankles, right, on the back of a Perspex trailer being driven around, dragged around town on a truck, right? Am I clothed? Because I can do this with clothes on. Oh, some (laughs) of your clothes are on. You got a shirt on if you want. Don't have How to. long is the shirt? Could be a vest, could be a mesh tank top, it could be whatever you want, right? But obviously, you're sat on the toilet, so we want your pants around your ankles with your belt undone, like, oh. like, and we want to hear the the trousers come off with that sort of familiar belt buckle clank on the ground. Mm. And don't worry, we will, because the toilet has mics in it which are wired to huge speakers that are fixed to the top of the Perspex trailer. They're going to broadcast every gorgeous squeak and delectable honk, Jonathan. And you just get driven around the world. Imagine that, Jonathan. You get to see the world. You know? (laughs) The world on a truck? The Liberty Bell? (laughs) How is the truck going to go... Uh, to the other parts of the world it sounds Ah, landlocked i've anticipated your concerns jonathan we get multiple perspex trucks (laughs) we'll get one built in every country you visit so you know you can see the great pyramids of egypt while working on a pyramid of your own I mean, look, if this is a if 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 you're concerned about the expense, there is another option. We could just put your existing truck into like a, sh- a shipping cargo container and put you on a, a shipping. I would uh, have shipped in a yeah, yeah, like in, on a big cargo ship. Yeah, big cargo <laughs> yeah, container ship. We could yeah. pop you in a shitting container. The the big kind. And you can just sit there and don't worry, Jonathan. The mics will stay on the whole time. The whole time. I had a feeling you were going to want to record me in the dark as I'm shipped and shit, shitting, shipping, shit ship on the, is it on a ship? Am I being shipped on a ship? That's where the term comes from. At points, I'm sure. Yeah. At points. Not on a plane. They're not going to fly me. I'm going to be on the ship, the long ship shit, shit. Yeah. You'll be, you'll be in it for the long haul. 
And that can be a great thing. Like we can have a like a sister show, a companion <laughs> show called Johnny Plops Long Haul, <laughs> where you can see like it's like the Talking Dead that they used to show after the Walking oh, Dead. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We can have what was the name of that guy that was on Community? Uh, uh, Joel McHale. Soup. Joel Soup. McHale. That's it. Yeah, we can have Joel McHale being all like, and here he is doing a shit. I mean, he'll say that every week because that's what Johnny Plop's yeah. long haul is. It's it's Joel McHale just going, and here he is having a shit, and then it's twenty five <laughs> minutes of you in the dark while we just hear all of the honks and plops. Honks, plops, squeaks. I think you mentioned. Yeah, and we might Clanks. see you like we might see your face illuminated with the soft glow of a Nintendo DS. Because you'll be allowed to DS. Don't worry about it. Why are we not recording this podcast in your bathroom, frankly? Like this Honestly, is... Jonathan. What? You want to start doing a, a fecal fetish? <laughs> is it a fetish? Am I in trouble for saying I fetish? mean, you're I the one am. saying it's a fetish. I am not. I and am... If, it, if that's what it represents to you, Jonathan... If if the idea of, of defecating, Jonathan, for you is fetishistic in nature, not only am I not going to judge that, I encourage it. I I'm very supportive. It. Yeah. Yeah. I insist, actually. <laughs> wow. You went from permitting <laughs> to supporting to demanding. But so not now... threatening yet. So yet. <laughs> count your blessings. <laughs> Just imagine, Jonathan, the amount of shits you've done in your life that no one has ever seen. Very <laughs> few people uh-huh. outside of maybe, like, animals. Like, has has your immediate family even seen you sat on the toilet, Jonathan? Has anyone borne witness to that majestic image? Ah! <laughs> uh... What a waste. The amount of shit you've had that nobody's, like, seen and heard. Dare say tasted. What a waste. <laughs> it's a, what a, a waste of a waste. I was gonna and say. that's another sister show with Joel McHale, <laughs> where he laments the amount of times in, in his life that he's never seen or smelled your shit. It's uh, something I don't understand. You may not be surprised to hear that. I don't know why people like it sometimes. It it must symbolize something, right? And here I go, getting in danger, talking about potential mental health thing, because it's just a simple look at something uh, from an analytical lens. Analytical. But why would anyone want to hear the squeaks and the plops? Why would anyone be like, now I feel good? Because it's you! <laughs> what, what, what is it about? Yeah, we're my... not into this for just anybody. I don't care what Ron DeSantis sounds like on the shitter. No. <laughs> what is it about knowing that I too will shit that makes people feel like, yeah. Because you're more than a man. <laughs> I am less man. Uh, <laughs> many people in general, regardless and, of sex or gender. I And don't... It's, it's comforting to know that when someone who is uh, admired, respected, celebrated as no. you are uh none, lusted none after enough. one would say mm, uh really. by the world at large it, it's a comfort to to be able to identify with a person like that and hey i shit too 
they're just like me. Mm-hmm. He's brought down to our level from his That's golden right. throne. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's on a porcelain one now, which is the only seat from which I get to rule. He <laughs> is among us. And it is okay. I am one of the among us. You are among us, Jonathan. You are Leopold Fantastique. It's a name I've I've got for you. Who is that? Did you You, I've got this image of you, right? <laughs> Bursting into a Whole Foods, doing a shoulder roll, and then just going, Bosh Monami and then like slowly struggling back up to your knees as we're all getting on in the Oh sure. That's very hard to get up. Yeah. It's just like gripping onto the fruit. The the, the shelves of fruit just going I'm Leopold Fantastic. And then just like taking a bit of a breather and holding the small of your back, just going, Oh, oh I am athletic. Oh shots! And then you leave slowly, limping. Am I dressed as a fancy French person or anything? It's just me, my sweatpants. Uh, I chose to stop hearing that question. Are you dressed? And the the answer is no. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm thinking for this, like full lycra bodysuit. No, one of those motion capture suits, which is just a full lycra bodysuit, but you're also covered in little white ping pong balls. You just roll in with a, a pencil thin mustache drawn on with pencil and you go Bosamanami Which is charming. There is something kind of funny about the idea of just going to everyday daily life situations like the supermarket in one of those motion capture suits, just mm. acting like it's totally normal. I just think it's a good look for Jonathan. It is. It is. Uh, well, it, well it it's does... like it's it's like many nipples all over his body, you know, oh. <laughs> escalated quickly. Oh. I I think <laughs> I think what it does, it's not a multi nipple look to me, but I think it makes people think. Oh, he's with the show. All right. So whatever he's doing. You could get doing, away with anything, John. Exactly. It must be for the show. It, it must be yeah. the new Marvel movie they're filming at my local Whole Foods. That's why he's acting that way. Oh, am I on camera? You know, it makes people feel like it's okay because it's for <laughs> yeah. something else, not normal. You could sidle up to someone, right, in the bakery section, right? Who's just like they've picked up a baguette and they've like tried to put it in their basket, but it's like really long, so they've been struggling a little bit. And then as they like try and balance it in the basket, they just see this hand just sort of snap into view and grip it and squeeze it. And it's your hand, Jonathan. And you're just squeezing their baguette and they look they look across up the arm covered as it is in little white balls and they make eye contact with you and you just lean in while squishing the baguette and as it crushes in twain and crumbles from your hand you just look at them and go raw fucking (laughs) and then they'll just think oh he's with the show as you waddle off and it will be a waddle because obviously we've stuffed a lot of bread in the uh, rear end of your bodysuit as well. Just the rear end of it, just a fat. Yeah, just ass. to give you a nice uh, stylish rump. <laughs> it's a 
a, a it's a BBL a baguette butt lift. <laughs> a baguette butt lift, yeah. Do you want a baguette butt, Jonathan? It, it usually bread makes the butt bigger and but not necessarily I mean my butt's bigger when I get bread, Jonathan. It doesn't help the butt get big. He breezed right past that. Yes, he did. <laughs> Respect. Is it a sex thing, the bread? I don't know. I don't know much about it. <laughs> very, yeah, very... it is. Yeah. So they call the sex with the the is is the the penis the bread? No. <laughs> What's the bread? But getting getting bread. It, getting bread. Being a, being a good little bitch and getting bread. Does that? No. Good little the, subby bitch getting bread. Think, think of it. It's, it's a, a past a past tense verb, not a noun. Yeah. Brud, right? Bread. Let me, let no, me... no. Bread as a fa- as a past tense verb. <laughs> I... I'll, I'll I'll put it in a sentence. Right. I am a subby little bitch, and Jonathan off road rolls brackets Jonathan Holmes is breeding my ass. Breeding. P.S. Like... I'm Stephanie, and this is definitely really happening. <laughs> so my uh, ejaculate. The content of which can help with the your strong and potent seed, yeah. The reproductive process. I can only imagine my seed at this point. It, it gets worse. I don't know if you know when you when you get older, it, it gets sad and, and <laughs> it immobile. Starts to really smell. That so maybe I, I I don't know, but I do know. I see now. So it's about the the reproductive act with the with the the ejaculate. Well, certainly the uh, the simulation thereof. Right, right. That we're all, uh, most people, not all, but... Because I know a lot of good boys that like to get bread as well, Jonathan. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's the feeling, I guess, of like, the, the connection that comes from that whole act. That's what people enjoy about it. You get together on something. It's a, it's a, an act of intimacy, they say. I think yeah. some people just like come in their holes, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just the idea of it. Sometimes it's simple, I guess, is what you're saying. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Well, some people like to just feel like, like, just like a degraded farm animal, just getting like, oh, like wow. used as breeding stock, Jonathan. I had never thought of that. Yeah, uh, I know people like that. It is me. I know people like that, Jonathan. <laughs> They're fucking disgusting. Where it's like a, a primal thing. Where it's like a bit, yeah. I'm just a beast. I'm a sexy beast. That's a movie starring um. No, that's Kinky Boots. I mix up Sexy Beast and Kinky Boots. Is it the same movie, actually? With well, Sir... Sexy Beasts is a reality show where people wore animal masks, like highly oh. realistic, complex animal masks. And it was one of the creepiest things I've ever seen put to screen. Just make sure that if you're going to Google Sexy Beast, just make sure that you add the Y. As opposed to the I? No, if you leave it off, you get taken to some sites, Jonathan. <laughs> Oh, if you just write Sex Beast. Yeah. It's worse the other way around. Didn't we used to review sex toys shaped like beast parts? Like uh, dragon? We did once look at uh, like dragon dildos and like werewolf cocks and, and like horse pussies and things. Yeah. You were I... really into it, Jonathan. <laughs> I, I, I don't believe it, but how do I know? Anything's possible. No, sorry, I was. I I was projecting again. It's one of those mental health things that you fail to diagnose is my uh, constant projection. Actually, that's the <laughs> one thing you have you have <laughs> diagnosed and called me out on is my constant projection and projective empathy. 
Where according to you, because I like something, I'll think you like it, Jonathan. Oh, is that what I've said? Yeah. Um, just speaking of which, uh, how yeah. many dragon dildos can I put you down for? Or can I, I put even... down you? Are they shaped like dragons? Or are they shaped like how we imagine a dragon's... Is this what the band Imagine Dragons is about? Is it about imagining <laughs> yeah. what a dragon's phallus is, appears to be? Is that is scaly? exactly what Imagine Dragons and all their songs are about. <laughs> is uh, just imagining what a huge, veiny, torrid dragon penis looks and feels like. And dare I say smells like. <laughs> first things first, I'm going to say all the words inside my head, and it, it, those words are penis. They used to go by the name of Uncut Basilisk. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the Basilisk. Is that like a little lizard that turns you to stone? Uh, yeah, yeah, the Basilisk is a lizard that turns you to stone. Uh, not dissimilar to a cockatrice, which oh. also turns you to stone, but is like a big chicken and also has a funny name. So fun. The Dungeons and Dragons Displacer Beast. I've been reading up about D&D Monsters because I've been playing that Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, right. And yeah. it's got me like missing when I used to play Dungeons and to the Dragons. Mm. And my God, they've got some absurd shit. This is known, of course. But, um, oh, I can't remember any now. And my phone's died, so I can't look them up. But there's all sorts of absurd monsters, like where they were really just like pulling them out of their ass. Really? It's like, how many gnomes do you need? Yeah, but <laughs> these ones are a bit blue. These are deep gnomes. <clears throat> I've always loved the ones that I think are D&D originals, like the Displacer Beast, which, if I remember correctly, is a giant black panther that just has thorny tentacles that can uh, paralyze you. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that is the Displacer. It, it can oh. also, like, transport you unwillingly to somewhere else, if I'm remembering yeah, yeah, it correctly. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, another one, uh, Gelatinous Cube. Just a Love cube. the That's Gelatinous a Cube. Yep. I had to fight one of those in a game What's fucking awful. <laughs> yeah. I, I, An Aboleth is basically an octopus made of pure hatred. <laughs> That's one. Is it smart? It thinks things through and, and tries uh, to get you? <laughs> Actually, yeah. They are, like, ridiculously smart, powerful creatures. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. According to GameRent.com, they're telepathic, and they can dominate other creatures, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Not where I thought you were going. Not where I thought you were going with that. Uh, if I remember correctly, there's... Oof, I'm, I'm blanking on all of a sudden. The, the Beholder, everyone knows, but I don't the think Beholder. that was. I don't think that was originated. I love the Beholder because there's been some like like debate in like my comment sections and things about the uh, colonialism aspects of Dungeons and Dragons. Not to get too political or into it, right? Mm. But the idea that like you can present an entire race as evil. Oh. And what that might say, you know, like these goblins are genetically predisposed towards evil. Mm. And I think there are interesting discussions you can have there, especially when you get into things like beholders, where you're saying they're all genetically predisposed to being racist. 
which is just a layer cake of problems when you get down to it. Just, oh, those fucking beholders coming into this country being fucking racist. Are, is this part of the beholder profile that I had forgotten? Oh, yeah, they are. Like, like all of them are completely racist against who like elves or something not just other species but other they are so racist they hate other beholders for not embodying beholderhood as much as they do so they are straight up beholder supremacists yes wow every beholder believes itself to be the epitome of the ideal beholder and apparently, if you get two beholders in the same room, they will just stare at each other intently for as long as it takes to find a flaw worth killing each other over. They just stare at each other until it's like, that eye is a bit too small. Now I'm going to, like, disintegrate you. Yeah, they shoot, like, lasers out of their eyes? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, they've got, like, different... The big one is anti-magic. So everything that it can see can't do spells. And then every eye does a different spell, but because it's coming out of an eye, it's not magic, so they can get away with it. Fucking loopholes. And one, like, does disintegration. One does, I think, like, confusion or something. All different things, Jonathan. Yeah, I remember. I'm remembering now, too. I meant to tell you... Steph, and you too, Conrad, because I think you like these games. I recently had a guest on my other show talking to women about video games who made a the artwork for an RPG, a TT RPG called Dungeon Bitches, where everyone is a monster lesbian in a trauma world, and they can have sex as part of gameplay. And the artist on this game, Sarah Carapace, specifically said, I think Steph and Laura would love it. So now I'm just announcing that loudly. Dungeon Bitches. I mean, the name is is delightful. It's pretty great. And the, the expansion is Death Spiral, which is also good, about things just being really bad. So they go through bad times, but you do it together with empathy and sometimes sex. And your monsters, like a big beetle lady. Or a four-armed, angry monster. I guess I can say it. Bitch. They're bitches. Dungeon Sex bitches. and empathy is uh, my ideal night in. Hmm. That's right. And this is, is simulating it and also not simulating it. Because it could be a, a, a way to get warmed up. A, a foreplay exercise to play dungeon bitches with your, with your friends. Hmm. Now that I plug Dungeon Bitches, I'm gonna go in with my you other can plug agenda this item. dungeon bitch. It is me. Plug me in my dungeon, bitch. <laughs> that would be don't be surprised if they sell the physical version of this game and that quote is now on the back of the box. Oh, they have my permission. I would love Just to plug that. me in my dungeon, comma, bitch exclamation point. So you're topping from the bottom, Steph. And and, and I'm here for it. I top no other way. My other agenda item for this work meeting is my mother thinks that refrigerators are uh, a scam. She thinks it's uh, a... uh, She does. (laughs) She thinks it's a conspiracy for Big Fridge to convince us all that we need to, quote, refrigerate, unquote, our 
quotes food unquote in okay, order to so your mother it. who we've nope. established in the past doesn't wash no not too much is now also advocating surrounding ourselves with rotting food she doesn't think it's rotten she thinks that the roll of the dice every time <laughs> is something that is more than than worth the risk because the payoff is so great when you don't have to eat that quotes cold (laughs) quotes she she thinks it's a conspiracy from big fridge she doesn't think that rotten food is bad for you she thinks it's good and i don't know what to do because i'm a caretaker type and i every time i see her i'm like why is this salami just on the counter <laughs> melting in the summer sun? She's like, oh, well, I don't I don't believe in refrigerators. They're scams. <laughs> How do you what do you do about that? How do I help help her to not eat rotten salami? She seems to be fine, too. That's the other thing. She's proving me wrong every day that maybe maybe she's right. Refrigerators are. Does she like cold drinks? Like, oh, no, no hates that cold drink you might as well be uh, uh, sucking on an ice cube she'd say what's wrong with you how does she acquire ice cubes she mocks those who do <laughs> she thinks anyone who wants i and you know no she's got a little fan for when it's like 110 degrees yeah it's me i'm her little fan i fucking love your mum. your nude unwashed unrefrigerating mum. And she smells great. She's not sick. Like she's proving everyone wrong. Big shower <laughs> and big refrigerator are maybe. Uh, it, I'm not calling them a scam. I I keep my I wash and I keep food in the refrigerator just in case. But again, it's hard to argue with her living proof that these things may be at the very least overrated to a degree. Amazing. I don't know. She's exposing the lies one by one. <laughs> And pretty sassy about it, too. You know, like I come in there like, Mom, rotten meat. And she's like, Oh, Jonathan, what are you going to learn? <laughs> I'm 83. I'm fine. I've been eating the, the brown turkey that's not brown, like cooked brown, like brown because it's changed in the, in the summer sun. Not hot enough to cook, mind you, just that perfect temperature for disease and, and rot. Like, oh, I had a nosh. I'm fine. Ugh. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's she has eaten of the changed meat and <laughs> is alive, is uh, fine. Yeah. Probably healthier than me in a lot of ways. I mean, Not yeah, like, I don't think I'm gonna like get that old. Like, oh, I God, hope, I hope not. No, I wouldn't I hope... want to. Like, I've I've stopped wishing for an early death, but I don't want a death that's too late. Yeah. No. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want no. to be sad and and in pain and scared your last days, months, years. Ideally, no. But if I ever do get that old, I think I'll stop refrigerating my meat. Just roll the dice like Baldur's Gate. That's that's exactly. every every meal she eats is a twenty sided roll die, and somehow she keeps getting a twenty. I don't know. Just how she keeps does rolling it. that twenty. It's on the changed meat. <laughs> well, thanks for letting me run through my agenda items. I appreciate it. These are things I wanted to get your thoughts on. I like it when you uh, have these these items. You know, I go over them in the minutes of each meeting we have here, uh, just to make sure that that we answered your your queries to a satisfactory degree. Um, how long a beard can you grow, Jonathan? Oh, 
And and if that's a personal question, you don't have to answer it. But if if you feel okay answering it, how big and bushy and hearty, that's the word of the day here. How big and bushy and hearty a beard can you acquire? I only know from experience, I think I grew it out for about three months because I was going to record the pilot for a television show called The Silky Wilkins Show, but I then had to shave it into a Burt Reynolds-style bushy masculine mustache but building up to that it was beard mode and my license my driver's license actually has me in that beard situation and it was thick and coarse curly uh salt and pepper it didn't get super long i want to say it probably went maybe two inches off of my chin but that's fine we can we can enhance that it could have gotten longer yeah as big and bushy as you can get it, then add a little bit of, of uh, Stephanie's secret beard enhancement blend. Wink, wink, tap on the nose. Uh, just to get it thicker and bushier and wirier uh, and curlier, just to, to really emphasize it. And that's a renewable source. Uh, in fact, it's uh, my, my beard enhancement blend is made from source materials. So don't worry about that. Jonathan... You always get a touch of quality with me. So we get that beard going on you, right? And then I think we get you like, uh, I want to say like, like pre-Elizabethan era finery, like a doublet and hose, big puffy shoulders and and velvet, fine crushed velvets in greens and reds. Uh, Oh, we've dyed the beard a nice sort of strong flaming red as well. Because that'll help me realize my vision for you that I've been having quite a bit for a, a, a new sort of persona for you called Hearty Holmes. And that to me, big flaming bushy beard and, and velvet doublets and, and fineries and vest. Still bald though, like like big beard, but no hair on top. It's such a lopsided look. I know some people pull it off very well. For me, I always felt like I would look like a, uh, uh, a confused lion, like someone who just failed <laughs> a lion who didn't <laughs> read the memo or something and just didn't yeah. place it all in the right place. We can get you the hair. Uh, I will need to get more beard enhancement treatment for you. So it'll take a couple of weeks for my pubes to grow back in, but I'll have enough for you. <laughs> What's gonna... and, and we can Did spray you paint that pubes? red as well. It's your pubes is what it is. It's a little bit of the secret recipe, Jonathan. Don't worry about it. That is just hair. Like, <laughs> like it's like, it's like if you're like, I got the secret recipe for chicken, and it was just a chicken. It's like that's that's not a. You just brought a chicken. You're just taping your hair to my face. Is is that right? Yes. <laughs> I won't. I won't beat around my bush, Jonathan. Yes. So I've got hairs taped and but hairs... it's gonna help you look hearty hail may i say and hearty so that you can go to the park and instruct children on hearty lifestyles oh no live in life to the fullest to the healthiest to the zestiest marching throughout the park just going ha 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 Ah, look at me! I'm Hearty Holmes! I'm not a loser! Uh, 
bashing ice cream out of the hands of children, just going, it's that hotty! No! Turkey leg! And then uh, you hand them a turkey leg. Uh, Don't worry about the smell of the turkey legs. I got them from your mum. I was going to wonder about that. And also wondering, it sounded the like Thor, who summons his hammer, his or her hammer, depending on which version yeah, of Thor. Yeah, you summon turkey legs. Yeah, I just say, turkey leg? And they just fly into my hand? Or no? Well, they sort of fly. You're, you're being helped by a homunculus. It, that reminds me, Conrad, um, yeah. what color loincloth do you want for, for being his homunculus? Uh, you know, I mean, I like earth tones. Earth tones. I think that works. Yeah. yeah, it keeps you understated so that you're present. Yeah, but I don't want to draw attention. Yeah, you're not upstaging the main act. Right, right. Plus, you know, the less eyes on you dragging that bloody sack around, the better. Mm-hmm. Just, you I mean, know, you avoid... say bloody, I mean, it's really, like, it's, it's uh, oozy, you know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, well, I'd say that the the... You leave less of a trail now that it's congealed. Right. Yeah, it is a bit. It, it is a bit of a snail trail situation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Sounds awful for the children. It's turkey leg. They hate grownups. I can't even tell you. <laughs> my my son had a, a a kid over who was like, "I want to play Breath of the Wild. I want to play Breath of the Wild. I want to play Breath of the Wild. I want to play Breath of." The... I'm like, "Okay, okay. I I don't have that one. I've got Tears of the Kingdom. Whatever." So he's willing to play it. My son doesn't care. He's left the room. So I'm just teaching this kid how to like catch a horse. And he's like, why am I playing with you? You're a grown up. I'm like, you asked to play my video games, kid. I'm you're welcome. He's like, Ugh. I wish kids were here instead of you, you know, just hated, wow. hated that I was there. Yeah. Hated it. Was, was it Jeffrey Jones? The kid, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to say. His uh, name, it's just, but... it sounded like a lot of the things he was saying when he came to visit me. Um, I think the problem, Jonathan, <laughs> isn't the fact that kids don't like grown-ups. It's me that they don't like specifically. It's, it's your bearing and your your ways of interacting. What you should have done when uh-huh. the kid said, "I want to play, play Breath of the Wild," you should have gone, "Ha ha ha ha." Breath of the Wild! Shut your fucking noise! I'm Hardy Holmes, and I'm not a loser! Breath of the Wild! How about a breath of my meats? <laughs> and then you uh, present an, a, a tray, a charcuterie tray. It's got salami on there. It's got prosciutto on there. Sure. And you just like shove that into his face and say, "Get out of with." Something tells me you don't want to play Zelda now. Yeah, because he's poisoned by meat. He's poisoned. He's having a smell. The legend of smell the meat. Ha ha ha! Are you not happy? I am. I am not a loser. (laughs) <laughs> that, yeah, that, that's to let them know that you're not a loser in case they look at you and think that you are. Um, the moment you say, I'm not a loser, that... that It removes all doubt. Yeah, it, it interfaces with the kids on their level. It lets them know you're safe. That's something else you say at the park. 
when you approach all of the children playing on like the swings and the slides, and as you bound towards them, you just yell, I'm safe! Homunculus! <laughs> deposit meats in my hand! My hearty hand, wink! Uh, and then you, you just get like handfuls of meat and throw them at the kids. Neatly cubed bits of old steak. Am mm. I laughing? Am I frown? Am I mad? Am I glad? You're what? happy. That's why you're always going, ha, ha, ha. Aren't you happy? I am. Be like me. I'm someone to look up to with my full red beard and velvet doublet don't you wanna be like me i'm probably cool how's that it brings to mind something we often take for granted in Mm. the cultures we're in i think we're in similar cultures people this is not like a galaxy brain moment but just bear with me for a second Mm. santa claus is weird ho 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 and i'm in your house you know and like enjoy what i brought you're like well i don't know you like it's it's pretty weird you once described santa claus to me in a way that made me burst out fucking laughing really which was the man comes into your house as you sleep and does as he pleases (laughs) and it was the perfect description of santa claus but yeah yeah you're right. Oh, no. It's a little unusual to think of a big bearded man breaking into homes, but he did set the tone, so they might not be confused when you do it. Well, that's the thing. I think if I was always there, like if Hardy Holmes... <laughs> Why am I doing this? If Hardy Holmes met every newborn child across this great nation <laughs> and just integrated and sustained a presence... Like every year, oh, it's Hardy Holmesmas. He's coming, and y'all have jingles and stuff, and good, yeah, good Christmas specials. There would be a way to convince everybody that this is not only normal, but in fact something to love. Yeah, my meets and my screaming and <laughs> my demands <laughs> and my announcement that I'm safe and and not a loser uh, could just be on cards, Hardy Holmesmas cards. Yeah, have a hearty holiday. Well, I say there's no time like the present. Uh, I got to start now. Like, that's the thing. How do they I even mean, start? Yeah, well, we're just going to have to take you on a tour of every maternity ward in this country. That's Yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, we have to, because in many ways, Hearty Holmes is the modern take on the Father Christmas legend. So instead of, like, instead of, um, like, elves, you've already got a homunculus. Mm-hmm. Instead of Mrs. Claus, you've got Augustus Meaty Fresh. Uh, which is me in an apron. Um, just I bring you the meat that you then bring to the children. So I'll just be like, more meat! And I've got a wheelbarrow full of the stuff that I got from your mum and her larder of unrefrigerated meats. Instead of, like, bells, I've got some faulty smoke detectors. That'll make a nice noise as you uh, parade up to the uh, maternity ward and bash on the door of it with both fists, just going, let me in! Let me in! I'm here for the newborns! (laughs) The first year 
The first year will be tough. (laughs) If we make it to year two, it becomes a tradition. But I'll be honest with you, Jonathan. Year one is make or break. (laughs) You know, and every time I think, well, that's not going to work out. You know, when I first heard Alanis Morissette, I was like, probably not going to be a hit. Still going strong today. If Alanis can do it, Maybe Hardy Holmes can too. I don't know. I, I, there's a lot of potential out there. And potentially, I'm going to get in trouble. I know I started the show late, but now I'm late, I think, to create a report explaining all of the work I'm doing. You didn't create a report, but you did create rapport and put that in the report. going to write on Did we lose him? I think he's gone. I think he's been snatched. What if he was snatched? I don't know. What if dingoes carried him off? What if he was pulled out of a crib by dingoes? Am I still snatched? Ah, There he is. Oh, yeah. I don't know. People are probably banging on my internet router right now and breaking it. So anything would be going on. Bang on your internet router and break it. Uh, But I'll get while the getting's good before I cut out again. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you both for having me on the show. It's always such a pleasure. I mean, I'm always happy to have you here. I'm in romantic love with you, and I love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Really? Are you sure? I don't. I always wonder. There's so many mysteries in our relationship. This far in, I'm still not sure how <sighs> to describe any of it or what's really going on. I've talked about your nude body. It's not so good, much for twelve <laughs> years. But here's the thing. I've never seen your penis. That's true. That's been preying on my mind lately. That has been preying on my mind. I have never, for all the talk, the amount of times I've talked about your anus and your penis, I have never seen it and probably never will. Yeah, most don't. Even my closest friends have not seen it. My penis. And I, I covered it on TV. You can People show like, it to me if you want. You're allowed. Understood. I You're I, allowed. Stranger I'll let, things I'll let you look at my tits as well. I, you I, I say that as if I'd need an excuse. <laughs> but <laughs> as if that seen... wasn't also in a big way for your benefit. I'm absolutely. <laughs> I I I'll show strangers, I don't fucking care. Yeah, the your cleavage is substantial. I've seen I mean, the tweets. Fucking absurd. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Uh, yeah, it was getting that way before progesterone, and now I've like been on that, and it's mate. I've already got back problems. I'm scared. <laughs> but in a good way. It's fun terror. Yeah, I'd imagine it's a transformation that is more pros than cons, but it's a true full body experience to be a big boobed person. Mm-hmm. And the ability to cry is uh, to bring us full circle mm. uh, is a revelation, Jonathan. It's to so have good an to emotional range. Yeah, I I know it's uncomfortable, but to be able to get feelings out instead of having them sequestered. Oh, I got to be careful. I'm talking about mental health, baby. Here it goes it. again. But uh, getting... Here we are. Brace right. yourselves. My, your my... <laughs> my mom's old <laughs> saying is uh, better out than in, Jonathan. Get it out. That's Get because you're vomiting after eating spoiled meat. <laughs> it is mostly about out. 
It is mostly about farts and poop, actually. It's not about yeah. feelings. She's she doesn't want me to cry in front of her, but she does want me to to fart. <laughs> <laughs> She'd probably watch the plops show, you know. Yeah, it's all right. She would <laughs> she, she she wouldn't be moved either way very far, but she wouldn't hate it. And I think that really is 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 all I want in life is to make media to create art that your mother will dismissively shrug at because that to me is the ultimate approval <laughs> you'd be in good company she yeah. she really isn't too interested these days good stuff good stuff well thank you jonathan do you feel any more famous after uh, not this time today's... no, no? Definitely no. not. Mm. But uh, it was a joy, and that's why I keep coming back. But the fame, that's... yeah, that's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't mood. That's right. Yeah. Nothing to lose, though. No, that's the great thing about except our bras. Get them out, Jonathan. <laughs> I didn't understand that at all, but I loved it. <laughs> That's every review of this show. 